Here we go. We are live. Are we live? Oh Bruce? Wow. Wow. That Kevin. Wow. That was a lot. Oh, yeah. That was a lot to just happen, pal. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to say. Oh, yeah. You bet we do. This is going to be an insane stream. Uh, we are, The show ended four or five minutes ago. We're live. Um, are, Kevin, are we live? We are live, Bruce. Wow. I'm going to wait for more people to file in. That was nuts. That was yeah, nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna spam. I'm gonna spam this tweet right that, now. That wow! And for anyone wondering, I've got my uh, Zach Levine City jersey on. In case you're wondering, so wow. Yeah, that's what we need, pal. Wow, well, that's just we nuts. need more Zach Levine there, John. I was saying, Kevin, I'm gonna go to a Bulls game, and the one game I go to, he'll like rupture his ACL again or something. I don't, so I'm afraid to go. Yeah, don't go. Don't do it. Anyway. Kevin. All right, so I want to say this too before we get started. Yeah. So we had a, a scenario that one of our amazingly loyal listeners, Mr. R. Carter, brought to our attention uh-huh. about a uh, somebody in the comments like attacking people. Uh-huh. So just want to say we don't we don't condone that kind of activity. Block off rip. And as I said, uh, I don't block people. I don't delete comments. I don't do none of that. I've made a special exemption in this situation, um, as I understand. Uh, so, yeah, that's been handled. And, yeah, feel free, if you watch our stuff, engage with us, comment. That's the fun part of this. So, yeah. Yeah, have a good time. We're not here to uh, attack people over wrestling. It's uh, it's fake entertainment, bro. Yeah. Pal, it's not that serious. Pal, we, we scream over... Reigns and WrestleMania 22, and we, that's what we do, pal. That's what we do. So, that's just what we do there, John. <laughs> this is what we do. Oh my god, Kevin, I, I, I still can't get over what we just witnessed. Like, that was crazy. And yeah, are you ready? Are you ready to talk about it? Oh. Do you want to go straight into that, or do you want to? I can I never like to do these where like we, we go live and we just start breaking down. Three hours ago, we watched Natalia come out and start against Liv Morgan. Like, no one cares. No one right. cares. They're here for the main event, pal. They're here Someone for the cares, the pal. Someone cares. Kevin, Someone's going to get mad at you for saying that. Someone cares. I don't care. I don't care, pal. I'm passing to you. Start us off. What What were your brutally honest thoughts on Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Montreal, Undisputed Universal title? Go. Well, I liked, uh, I liked the intro. You know, I like that they had, like, they did the video package, and then Roman came out first. I thought that was great. You know, they knew that the, the Montreal crowd is, like, waiting to go crazy for Sammy, and they're just like, nah, you're going to have Reigns first. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, we're going straight to Reigns from the video package, yep. which was great. I mean, the, the fuck you Roman chants were out in droves. That was, like, a, a new record for the yep. amount of times that a, a champion or anyone got fuck you chants. Like, that was really, like, one night stand 06. See oh, the yeah. It was similar. Oh, yeah. It was cut for that same fabric. I, and and uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the overall match itself. I like the stare down. Wait, I got I got my notes here, pal. Hold on. Hold oh, on, you should know it's okay. I got yeah. notes. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get my oh, notes. Right We've got an Eddie Guerrero picture now. Hold on. Let me have a little drink and Kevin will right. So... I got notes for everything, but particularly this is so. This is pretty much what I got. 
here. I really liked when Roman was getting reeled by the hostile crowd. Like, I know he wasn't legitimately getting reeled, but he was, like, in character. Like, mm. why are they booing me? Like, I just love that. At the beginning of the yeah. match, he's, like, looking at them like, you guys are really booing me? I'm the yeah. tribal chief. But now, with all that being said, I hated the ending. I hated it. I, I could. I, why were the Usos there? The, the, it, it, the show ended the exact way that I predicted it would with Sammy getting she getting a standing ovation and crying. What, why are they, like, bro, what is it, 1985, where they're going to do this angle now where Jey Uso's like, oh, Sammy hit me. Oh, Sammy beat me up. I, I stood up for him. What did you want to say happen? What, what, I, what I predicted, I wanted to see that. A clean finish, Roman beats him. And and say and Sammy goes we go off the air with Sammy crying getting showered with cheers. Wait, bro, it you you what actually happened? It was a it, Reigns pinned him clean, clean after about three ref bumps, and then Sammy was crying at the end of the show and the crowd was cheering. That's literally what happened. I, I didn't like I didn't like the Usos involvement. I didn't like it at all. You didn't like the Jay Uso part? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no. Oh, so, come on! So, so Sammy goes to attack Roman, and Roman gets out the way. He hits Jay. Now Jay on SmackDown is going to be like, oh, I stood up for you, Sammy, and you attacked me. Like, like he wasn't aiming for Roman. Like, come on, bro. It's not 1985, bro. It's not. I'm sorry. Sorry. Chad, you see what I have to deal with on a, a day-to-day basis? When it's I'm not, recording content, he's coming to takes like that. It's not 1985. It's not. Oh, my oh, God. God. Kevin, that Jay Uso part, outside of... The five minutes stare down at the front with the FU Roman chance. And I mean, they were all throughout the match. And outside of Roman Reigns taunting Sammy's wife, which that was amazing content. When Reigns, he's got the belts and he's just like flicking them in the direction of Sammy's wife. And she's yeah, like, that was great. That was oh great. That was great. I don't know. I, I thought the only thing I will say about the ending, it was a little, the fact that the referee wasn't in position, I hated that. Reigns hit the spear. They do the big ending. Blah blah blah. Sammy's laid on the on his back. Reigns covers him. There's no referee, and then I think the referee's like, oh, shit, "I gotta get in there. Gotta get in the ring." So he like he jumped in, and it was like a late count. It's like way to bury him, but no, nah, it was. Yeah, outside of that, I thought it was the best match of Reigns' career. That's what I thought. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked it. I liked all whatever it was twenty minutes up until the very end, where yeah. Sam, where Roman does the sidestep and Sammy hits Jay. I just. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. Of that, like insulting our intelligence storyline. You know what I mean? Like we're supposed to believe that Jay is mad now at Sammy. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to rain in the parade. Everybody's upset that I uh, at my Matt, take. Matt, sorry, can you repeat that one more time in case something we, we didn't hear? Yeah, Jay, Jay's mad at Sammy. Yeah, Jay is probably gonna be upset at Sammy. That's. I assume that's where this is going. Where Jay's like, "Oh, you beat me up, bro. Come on." whole story was that Jay refused to hit Sammy with the chair and Reigns got mad at him. So Reigns slapped him several times. And like the whole point is Jay likes Sammy and in spite of Roman. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying if that's you weren't even watching then, pal. I'm just saying, I'm just saying if that's where they go, if they have Jay be mad at Sammy for spearing him, I'm not that like, bro, you, you want to see that? You want to see Jay come out on Friday cutting a promo on Sammy? I mean, I guess I guess they're doing the Usos against Sammy and Owens, I guess. I guess that's what they're doing. But at the same time, 
isn't the whole bit is that Jay and Sammy are like, uh, I guess, boys in some way, yeah. shape or form. Are I they guess? going to be boys though after Sammy attacked him brutally, pal? I mean, that was a clear mess. Oh, whatever. This guy, I'm just this saying. Guy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Kevin Garcia, this is this is very ordinary from you. I'm, I've got to be honest. This, and we just watched the best match of Reigns' career. And this is a Skip Bayless take. Oh, well, this part is the little bit of the ending. And I didn't like that. So, eh. Kevin, right? this was this was a five-star match. No, it was not. It was. Oh, not. come on. It was what not a five-star match. match. What more do you want from a match, Kevin? A, a clean what ending. A clean ending. Seven. We don't need seven ref bumps. So, I, Kevin, I guess Brock versus Lashley was the worst match ever. Then, if you wanted a clean ending, yeah, uh, I wouldn't say it's the worst match ever. I mean, we're not we're not talking into hyperboles here, pal. I'm just, I'm disappointed, Kevin. I, I, Kevin, I thought that was the best match. That was the best match tonight we've seen since when? What Cody with the torn titty? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it, I, I loved about yeah ninety eight percent of it. The, the part I, of the I, I, I'd give it four and a half stars if I had to give it a star rating. I give it four okay. and a half. I give it you know if, if it had a clean ending, I give it four four point seven five. Clean ending of what Reigns just spears him and wins. Yeah. Waste of an uh, Usos appearance. Waste of, you, you, brought, you, you brought the Usos into this country illegally. The the the, the mayor of Montreal doesn't even know the Usos. How many there, Jay, Jay Uso have, pal? The Jimmy Uso stuff, I get it. He was that bit was like whatever. That didn't need to happen. I understand. The the, the yeah. Jimmy stuff with the ref, that like three minute part of the match, I was like, this isn't the best part. The Jay stuff was great. I'm sorry, and he has no DUIs I'm aware of. He might have one or two, but he doesn't have four like Jimmy does. So, Kevin, they didn't bring Jay Uso in illegally. Like, what did they brought him in for was good. <laughs> what? Oh, the Usos illegally crossed the border. Oh, this guy. The, the, oh, that. my God. I'm eating, I'm eating KFC chicken for that. That's rubbish. I got my little <laughs> chicken. That's terrible. No, I, I mean, I... Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. What, what did you think about it, pal? Enough about me. What did you think about it? I, I'm just one man's opinion. Why is everybody so mad at me for having an opinion? Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was... Reigns' character... I'm, I'm still chewing after what you've just said. Sorry. Hmm. It was Reigns' character for three years. The culmination of that. All the natural good heel hate. The crowd was incredible. Reigns was amazing. Sammy was great. The stuff with Sammy's wife was excellent. The stuff with, I thought, Jey Uso was excellent. I know you disagree. The Jimmy stuff, it was fine. I, I got it. When I saw Jimmy Uso run down, I'm like, doesn't he have four DUIs? Well, what's he doing? Uh, that, that confused me. Um, two referee bumps is just kind of funny to me. Like, usually we used to one, but this had two. Which How many matches in big-time wrestling have had two ref bumps? This had to be one of the first, but... You know, I had a blast watching this. Um, shout out, Brian. Uh, your reaction's uh, amazing. During this, he, he screams over like, it's, it's great. Um, but no, this was, this was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, as far as what you look for in wrestling, when you have the, the crowd engagement, to me, that crowd is what makes it five stars. If this, if this ma- same match happens in, I don't, know, pe- like, I don't know, Nevada or wherever, Ohio or some random town. If this happens in the Quicken Loans Arena in the middle of May, it's no, it's like a three and a half, four star, maybe like low four star match. 
But because of the crowd, Kevin, this that made it five stars to me. That atmosphere is damn near impossible to replicate, Kevin. It's Money in the Bank 2011. It's One Night Stand 06. Yeah. Most of one pal. And Absolutely. I don't know. Kyle, did you enjoy the Money in the Bank 2011 pay-per-view ending? <laughs> oh, John Laronitis was out there. Vince was out there. Oh, it wasn't quite clean. Cena was distracted. He got kicked. Yeah. You just... Come on. What did? What did? Pal, were you, were you even watching Wrestling Live at that point for the Money in the Bank 2011 ending? You know it, and I know it. That, that ending wasn't as... <laughs> Chat. Chat, have your say. Uh, sound off. Sound off on Kevin Powell. I'm anyway, Kevin Carroll. I'm, I'm just saying, if the storyline is now Jay and Sammy are going to be feuding, I wouldn't, I'm not a fan of the ending. If, if it is, if they do go along with it and they acknowledge that, you know, that was yeah. unintentional and we, yeah. and we see some more storyline advancement between yeah. Jay and Sammy, I'll be more into it. Right. That's all I got to say. That's fair. That's fair. But Kevin, what, what, I know you've come, with, you've come with this stream, a lot of kind of negatives. What was your highlight of the match? What did you really, and what was your best, your favorite part of the match? Uh, I like, I liked everything up until the ending. Okay. I liked, I liked the whole match up until the ending. I said that already. I don't know why everybody said I'm so negative. I, I, I said I like, I like the whole match, but the ending. So there's no, you know, misunderstanding here. So Kevin enjoyed it all. It's just he had a massive issue with. Jay Uso crossing the border and being a part of it, which was actually pretty good. I thought we didn't need the Usos there. We didn't need it. I didn't think. I didn't think. I didn't think we needed it. The match would have been fine without them. We didn't need Jimmy. It, it, wait, hold on, hold on. If, if Roman, if Roman Reigns is as good as everyone thinks he is, he would not need the Usos there to have That's a great match. Right or wrong. Right That's or wrong. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. If Roman is that good, he would not need them. That's not the point. That's the storyline is that they need to be there. That's the whole storyline. It's the bloodline story. That they they had they had the go home of the show without Roman there. The go home on SmackDown, Roman was not there, right? And it was fine. And, and they still built to the show perfectly, right? So, like I said, if Roman is great as everyone thinks he is, we wouldn't need the Usos. I I thought the, I thought the match would have been fine without him. God, if Reigns was as great as people say says he is, he wouldn't need the Usos. He is. He wouldn't have needed the Usos. He wouldn't need the Usos to make it great. The Usos were only there. The Usos were like maybe ten percent of this match. The rest of this was incredible. I agree. I agree with that. I said. I already said the rest of it was incredible. It seemed like the Usos just disqualifies it all together. It just takes him out of the best and like. Uh, someone's telling me wrestling isn't real. Wow, I just found that out today. Thank you, ADC. I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded by that. I'm dumbfounded. Well, hopefully, you guys can understand. I'm just, if Reigns was as good as he, he wouldn't need the Usos. That, Kevin, did you know wrestling um, isn't real? Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I really have to explain what I mean when I say that for, for people in the in the chat. I mean, Austin needed Vince at WrestleMania 17. Does that make him not the best? Like, what kind of logic is that? Wait, that that angle sucked. You're really gonna bring up Austin Vince at Austin's heel turn? Because that, Vince was involved. Therefore, that was that, terrible. That's what you're saying. You're because another wrestler had to help a great wrestler who's the top of the class. That's not a five star match. Austin Austin Rock is in a five star match from 17. I think I'm gonna pass out. I think I'm gonna pass out. I, I'm sorry. What? What? 
What? Austin Rock isn't a five-star match from 17. I don't, I don't think so. Bro, there's only so many five-star matches, bro. We can't give everything a five-star match. We can't. Wow. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, let's move it on. Let's move. I'm, I'm just wow. I want to hear more about your your thoughts on uh, on this match, please. Enlighten us. Uh, Shawn Michaels needed the cameraman at WrestleMania 25 against the Undertaker. I see him Punk needed John Laurinaitis. That wasn't a five star match. What, what what am I dealing with? Like, I'm sorry, I I can't even. Okay, okay. Uh, no. So you, you want to do that? Tra Travis says we should both describe what we think of five star matches. Okay. Do you want to go first? After South, what you've just said. You no, go you first? go ahead. You go ahead. You go first. No, no you go first. It's your turn. No, no, this is all you. you it's my turn. It's I, your I, turn. I, I'm being attacked, and you're not providing any facts. Back on. Provide me some facts. I want to hear some information. You're not saying anything. You're just coming at me, bro. You're putting yourself out there. Bro, Brett, Brian's saying WWE's better than ever. Like, I can't take him serious now that he's saying that. Oh, my God. Power uh, Ishan, I'm, I'm a reptile. Is it my turn or your turn? It's your turn. Okay. I'm going to try and describe this to the best of my ability, but it's kind of hard because because we're live, trying to describe this is a bit hard. But right. a five-star match to me is a match that you're genuinely really invested in that delivers. The crowd is super invested. That's a massive part of the match. Tick. This match was a tick in Sammy Roman. Crowd super into it, heel getting the right reaction and super loud, face getting the right reaction and super loud. So that's a tick. The ring work, there needs to be a decent amount of near falls, not an hour of them. I'm not talking about the Japanese epic matches. No, that's half an hour too long. Disqualified. A match like this was about 20, 25 minutes of near falls where even though Sami Zayn, no one thought he'd win, you generally thought he would for about three or four of these near falls. So that's a tick. Great near falls. Great story. This match had a great story, Kevin. Did it not? Are you going to try and deny that? Or are you just going to try and play contradic contradiction against everything I say? This storyline, tick. Crowd, tick. Ring work, tick. Storytelling, tick. Ending had drama. I love the Jay Uso thing. That worked with the storyline. Jimmy D.Y. Uso didn't need to be there. I agree. The ending, outside of the fact that the referee took like two minutes to crawl into the ring and count it, that's the only thing I didn't like which maybe you could take a half a star rating off, but also it was five stars to me. So that's my description. It needs to make, make those kind of four, three, four criteria. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would agree with ev everything you said, basically. I, I would say all those things make a, make a five-star match. Yeah, Crowd, crowd investments won. You yep. know, good storytelling, of course. That's another factor. Good okay. entering work. I mean, I, but I don't know, like, does a five-star match need to have good in-ring work? I mean, a lot of people say Hogan Rock is a five-star match. That, that I will call. I call that a five-star match before. That I will yeah. call. Yeah. A lot of people will say that. Mm. I don't know. But but like like but Rock, like to go back to Rock Austin from seventeen. Mm -hmm. That was a that was a great match up until the ending, in my opinion. I mean, unless you're gonna tell me you're gonna sit here and tell me that WrestleMania seventeen that was a great ending. 
then then we, we, we can stop this debate if you're going to tell me that. Uh, we'll just go to the next topic because I don't even want to have that discussion right now. So are you are you telling me right now that WrestleMania no. 17, that ending was great? I'm not. I, I couldn't even argue that for the sake of content. I'm okay. Not. That's All right, enough. so it, that that to me was like was a five star match up until the ending, and the same with this with Roman and Sammy. It was a five star match up until the very ending. I didn't like it. Sue me, whatever. You can call me whatever you want. I don't okay. care. I didn't Fair. like it. It's my, my opinion, you know. Fair. And it's not not nothing you say. Nothing nothing the the chat says is gonna change my opinion. It is what it is. So now, with that being said, I want to mm. hear your case. Why? Uh, uh, tell me. Try to convince me. For the sake of convincing, I, I know I just said that you won't change my mind, but but I want to. I just want to hear your perspective. Why you think that ending was great? Sell me. Try to sell me on it. Hold on, I just collapsed out of my chair. Sorry. <laughs> the ending. So can basically everything was great. The Jay Uso stuff I thought was excellent. That whole because two and a half years ago, Kevin, that's what started this. So the element of him getting PTSD flashbacks, watching Reigns trying like, you know, getting beat. That was great. Had the storytelling elements to it. It was really good. I liked how they had Sammy spear Jay and then Reigns just does the finishes. I will say though, the one fit, as I've said about four times now, the one thing I will 100% agree with you on, Reigns has Sammy dead rights. He's hit all the finishes. He covers him. There's no referee in the ring. Everyone, everyone in the arena sees it. Triple H goes out the back, has a coffee break. Booker T is somewhere watching, shouting shucky ducky quack quack. You got Vince McMahon with his side chicks. He's busily side chicking, you know, paying someone. All this is going on. And then eventually the referee gets back in the ring nine months later. One, two, three. So in that, in that sense... Sami Zayn was down and out, but it, it felt like, this is what the feeling of it, it felt like two minutes. It was only about five extra seconds, but it felt like two minutes. That I didn't like. But elsewhere, I, I personally thought what they did with Jey Uso was great. And once again, the stuff with Jimmy Uso, he didn't need to be there. That's my honest opinion. But yeah, anyway, carry on. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm listening to you. I've, I've, I've made my case. I thought that was excellent because of the, how the Tribal Chief thing started the callbacks of Jey Uso getting literally PTSD, watching Roman Reigns beating up Sammy and wanting to destroy him some more and refusing to help Reigns as he's decimating his friend from the bloodline. So his friend, Sammy Zayn, like, that's great. That is great storytelling. It just yeah, is. I, I, I do. I like the, I, I am intrigued with the cliffhanger. We, we did get a cliffhanger, but is it a big enough cliffhanger? With like, no, like no, is it a big enough, like just no. a rehash of, of the Reigns Jey Uso? Like a Reigns Jey Uso storyline rehash. I don't think that's a big enough cliffhanger for a moment if, this big. If Reigns, know. if Jey Uso hit Reigns in the back with the chair, and then something or other happened, Reigns ends up retaining. Would you? That's, enjoy the, other, that? that's the other thing too. That that's good you brought that up because that that was what I wanted to see. And I, yeah. and after Jay didn't okay. hit Reigns, I kind of checked out. Like yeah. I, I kind of yeah. missed what you were talking about with the ref. Pinning. Yeah. Like I was I was already done when Jay when Jay didn't hit Reigns with the chair. Like I was I, I was. I was out of it. Uh, whatever you can say, you can hate me. I, I don't care. But I, I was out of it by that point. I, I, I yeah. wanted to see something big happen. We got Jay didn't really make his decision. Roman just yeah. kind of was like, "Come on, boy, hit him." And then Jay is sitting there pondering, pondering, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever. We get what a did we get a flash of Jimmy Uso laying on the ground dying? I don't remember, but 
No, no, they they did the they. Are you talking about like the aftermath or like the the very end of the actual match itself? No, the very end, like when when uh, yeah. when Jay. So Jay's making his decision. He's pondering. Yep. yep. And then that's when we get Sammy with the spear, right? There was nothing in between that. Yeah, no. Reigns Reigns was slapping Jay. He's like, "How dare you!" And he's like, he slapped him like five times. And Jay was like looking all like angry. And then Sammy went to like get Roman from behind. But Roman, do it. Sidestep, and then he speared Jay. And then basically from there, Reigns hit his like two moves in one. Right. Exactly. And now, I mean, if this is the ending of the Sammy and Roman storyline, which I assume it is, right? <clears throat> I, I guess, but I think Owens and Zayn are going to feud. But this is what I'm, I, this is the question I have, Kevin. I just want to say this. I guess the Usos are going to be wrestling Owens and Zayn. I guess that's what they're going to be doing. I still have questions over how they're going to play this out because to what we've been told, this seems legit. As a viewer, we're being told Jey Uso and Sami Zayn, you know, they're on, they're on the same sort of page. There's just been a bunch of these like little misunderstanding thing. Like that's what we've been told. So I, I'm going to need to be told and like bought, buy into the fact that Sami Zayn and Jey Uso don't like each other and there's a tag team match to have. I, I believe that Jimmy Uso... Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn don't like each other. I believe in that. That that's easy. But the whole Jay Uso stuff makes this weird. That's just my opinion. Like, does yeah. he dislike Sami Zayn enough to like wrestle a tag title match against him? Or like, they've got about six weeks to make me believe that Jay Uso and Sami Zayn are going to wrestle on opposite teams and tag title match together. That that's the only thing. But elsewhere, yeah, I guess that's the kind of blow off. So Sami's done with Roman, I guess. It seems. Where more can they go from here? Sort of thing. Yeah, that's what I wonder. And, and yeah. I'll, I'll pose the question. Yeah. You know, everybody get, get your pitchforks out. Uh, I'll, oh, pose no. question, I'll pose the question to you. Could, oh, no. could this have been overbooked? A little, could there have been a little too much? I'm, I'm just sorry, asking, what? I'm asking a question. I'm just asking a question. Could could it have been could it have been overbooked? Could there have been too much interference, too much ref bumps? Just ref, pose the ref question. Ref bumps are great. Rough bumps. There shouldn't have been two. That was overkill. There should have been one. But like too much Kevin Owens, maybe it was. Could it have been? I'm just asking a question. Just Get me down afterwards. <laughs> just asking a question, pal. Oh my god! Oh, wow. A- answer the question. You can't. You're not answering the question. You, you're just. You're just. Oh, you're sorry. just sorry. reacting with emotion. Look at the, the quotable question here. Was there too much overkill in Sami Zayn Roman Reigns? Is that what you're asking? Just too much over was it was there a little was it overbooked what was it what was it i'm not saying i'm not saying it, it's it's like this but i'm saying was it kind of like a pandemic era aew cody match with a lot with a lot of interference a lot of crying this warrants it it's a nine-month story but it's line. the end of the storyline it's a it's nine-month the- storyline with a heap of men to moving parts Cody in the pandemic era crying against Anthony Agogo wrestling a 20-minute match. That didn't warrant it. How you can compare? Sorry. I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to go off. I'm about to go off. Chat. I'm, I'll be clipping this. How you can compare <laughs> Cody and Agogo to this? Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. What? Kevin? Cody... In an empty AW arena where the only the only fans are Marco Stunt and his like cousin 
in the front row where they're the only fans and Cody's in the ring, tears <laughs> in his eyes, crying, just wrestled Sean Spears, the chairman of AEW. This is your all-time worst tape. I'm sorry, put your glasses back on. That is not on. I didn't I didn't say it was a comparison. I'm asking, was it could it have been like that? You are you are, you met, you brought it up as the comparison analogy. The fact that's insulting just in and of itself. My I just want to see what I just want to see what you think, pal. I think you're totally wrong and I totally disagree. I think you couldn't be any further from the mark. I think the only overbooking there was in this match was Jimmy Uso. That yeah. I, and I guess loves. In fairness, I understand why he was involved because he's like basically Roman's right hand man in the bloodline, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Saying Jimmy DUI Uso, he's had four of them run down and there was a ref bump for that. We had literally three referees or two referees. It was just, I don't know. But yeah, no, I overbooked. I wouldn't say it, but there were elements of this that just didn't need to happen, like small elements like the Jimmy Uso thing. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, well. All right. Wow. <laughs> that, I, I, you can put words in my mouth there. Say, never mind. I don't want to talk about the AEW stuff. We bring, me bringing up AEW, we lost 10 viewers just from even mentioning oh, AEW. We lost 10 viewers and mentioning. Speaking of which, do you want to go off on Tony Khan now or do you want to save that for later? Yeah, I might as well do that now. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk about AEW anymore. Just, I know. Yeah. AEW is a. You lose, you lose viewers any moment you mention them. So yeah, AEW kills viewers, pal. How's your chicken, pal? Pretty. Good. I need chicken to recover from what you've just what you've just spewed about this main event. Overbooking, saying that it's. I, because... I, I never said it was overbooked. I I asked a question. But that was the only reason you didn't give it five stars because you said it was overbooked. That's literally what you said. You I said asked. I just close. asked a question. Okay. Um, do you want to move on to another match or do you want to discuss Reigns some more? Or what, what do you want to do? We're 30 minutes in. We've discussed AW, so our viewers dropped in half. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to do, pal. You, you, you call the shots on this one. I want to discuss Brock and Lashley. Okay, let's do it. That's what um, I want to do. Yeah, let me go to my notes, pal. Let's see. Let's see what I got for that one. Yeah. I mean, it... I don't know. The only thing I can say is it they better do the match at WrestleMania after that fuck finish, bro. Like, I, I mean, we, we called it though. We knew it was gonna be a fuck finish, but mm-hmm. then they had this um, promo on Friday with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, where Bray Wyatt's like, "I'm gonna face the winner. Like he's some champion. <laughs> like he's a prize. Like like Brock Lesnar has to earn the right to face Bray Wyatt." <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like these two athletes, these primal athletes, are fighting for the right to face Wyndham Rotunda. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? I, I, do I sound like an anti-smark now, Brian? I, I, are you kidding me? They have to fight for the right to face Wyndham Rotunda, bro. What a joke! That's the biggest joke. That's bigger. That's a bigger joke than the best in the world tournament a few from a few years ago. <laughs> We better get this match at WrestleMania. That's the only thing I'm going to say. Go ahead. Can I just say, Brock Lesnar knew that if he, if Brock Lesnar won this match, he'd have to face Wyndham in a cinnamon toast crunch match at WrestleMania. So he purposely not shot Bobby Lashley <laughs> to avoid it. Yeah, That's he why did. Yeah, he went on the script, pal. For everyone on Twitter wondering why there was a, a finish like that, because Brock knew if he won. And he hit like a seventh F5, I have many, 
and pin Lashley, he'd be in a cinnamon toast crunch match against Wyndham Rotunda at WrestleMania. And he was like, miss me with that. Bobby, that's your problem. Low blow. I'm going to F5 some referees and storm off again. So, yeah, Kevin, no. Why did they announce that on SmackDown? Why was that done? Kevin, understand the point you made at the Royal Rumble. Like, why did Cody announce he was coming out? Cody explained that in interviews. That, I guess, made some sense. He didn't feel in the need to make it a surprise and kind of feel knew it was how he... That's what he wanted. This... Why did Bray Wyatt say that? I get, unless Triple H has some grand master plan with this and some NXT 2018 magical long term storytelling. Why? Why was that done? Like, I don't know. I need more chicken, pal. Yeah, I don't know either. The, I mean, the match, yeah, the match was good. I mean, Brock and Bobby, it was good. It was a solid match. I don't know. It was. We know, like I, I don't know. We we knew this was gonna happen. It was weird that they were even doing this at an elimination chamber pay per view, to yeah. begin with. You yeah. know, um, it was two right. big dudes beating the hell out of each other. It was like it was a finisher fest. It, and I, I watched Wrestling Gives video on WrestleMania 33. <coughs> 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 what happened? Sorry, Ishan <coughs> in the chat. That's that's the best thing I've read all night. That's amazing. That's so true. Brock tried to get himself suspended by attacking refs to avoid Bray Wyatt. I yeah. agree. Yeah. He purposely assaulted a referee who has a family just to get a, get out of facing that match. He doesn't want a Wrestling Observer Newsletter Worst Match of the Year award. Yeah, he so. went off the script, pal. Beat up a ref. But yeah, nevertheless, I was watching Wrestling Gives video on WrestleMania 33, and he said that ever since that Brock and Goldberg match from that night, whenever there's like a Brock or a Goldberg or like a big man, big man match, they try to emulate what those two guys did. And it's kind of true. Like, I didn't think about that. But, like, yeah, we kind of saw it with, like, Goldberg versus Drew, for example. Um, we saw it with uh, – I can't remember the other one. It was another one with Brock, another good example. But it's not coming to me right now. But I know we've seen it before. Strowman? Strowman? Was it? Maybe. Maybe Strowman. Um, was it Roman at WrestleMania? Did they kind of do it? Was no, like, those, matches go, those matches go 10 minutes too long with Roman every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, every, every Brock match, and to be fair, I, will, I know that I understand what you're saying. It's still a heap of fun to watch live. No, um, for sure. Like, seeing Lashley come out first, he, how old is Lashley? Like, 47? Yeah, something like, like he's, that. He's nearly in his 50s. He looks nuts. He looks in nuts condition. Brock comes out, and why must I tweeted this? Every time Brock's on, I know this was a seven minute like F finish match, just be happy he's on because he's going to be retired within a year or two. It yeah. seems like, because, you know, we know, you don't know, but he could just go off of the sunset. What more does Brock need to achieve? Like, it just, be happy to see Brock. I just, I enjoyed the match. It was yeah. fun. It was a blast. The ending was questionable, uh, a low blow. Now from the, from the sense of avoiding Bray Wyatt altogether, I'm, it makes a lot of sense. That that's a new perspective. Anyone saying why did they do it like a, a finish like that? It's so they wanted to avoid Bray Wyatt. I get it, but hey, yeah, I, I love watching Brock Lesnar shoot attack referees. So I'm with that. That was great. I, I liked it. That was great. Kevin, Just, watching Brock beat up people for no reason, pal. You could never go wrong with that. And I, I wanted to see him turn heel. Ba- Babyface Brock was just weird, bro. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it weird? Seeing Brock Lesnar like last week or the week before in the ring on Raw cutting a promo, 
getting the crowd hyped up like Brock Lesnar going like this. Come on, give it to me. Like that's just weird, bro. I'm glad Brock turned heel. I thought the dynamic with babyface Brock was great. Like Brock coming out with the cowboy hat, he's got the denim. He's he's so cool. That's that's why Brock's so like he's a naturally likable person. Yeah, I, I, no, I get sick, that. I got sick to death, and so did most people of Brock coming out. Suplex City, St. Louis, Missouri. He's got his title. He's just he's bouncing like this. Just and then Paul Heyman's explaining the storyline. <laughs> Did you prefer that, Kevin? Wait, wait, wait. He he's gonna stop cutting promos now because he's a heel. We're now we're gonna get Brock cutting promos as a heel. It's gonna be awesome. Wait, so Kevin, when in the last 10 years has Brock cut promos by himself as a heel? I'm saying he is gonna do that now. He was doing it as a babyface last week. Why would he stop doing it as a heel? I just, the dynamic of Brock by himself doing that. I, as a face, it's likable. It's cool. As a heel, I... Hey, we'll I see know, where it, it goes. Need, it would need to be a good opponent for it. But yeah, no, that's... I will it, say... It, it was Brock, just babyface weird. Babyface Brock's been better than you're saying. You're saying that that segment was cringe, wasn't great. I, didn't say, I never said that. I never said... When did I say that? You... Run it back. You said you didn't like it on Raw this past week. No, I said no. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I said it was weird. It's just weird seeing him as a baby. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's like it's like when Stone Cold turned heel. It was weird. We're so used to seeing Brock Lesnar as a as a heel forever. It's just weird seeing him as a babyface. I never said it was bad. You put words in my mouth again. It's like the third time you put words in my mouth. You know it, and I know it. It wasn't weird. It was great content, pal. It was great television. Brock saying, "Bobby, I'm gonna come down, beat your ass." Well, it's funny. Yeah, I didn't say I didn't say it was bad. Weird doesn't mean bad. Fair. Agree to disagree. We'll move. Well, I mean, I, I, you really yeah. don't get what I'm saying. No, I just don't think Brock should be a heel. That's that's the kind of that's the the crux of my argument here. I think this face thing's really good yeah so yeah i didn't say it was bad or good i just think it's weird okay wow look, look at this guy with his non non-answers over here i didn't think it was bad at all Joe. i thought it was it was, it was, it was weird, weird. I, didn't say, I didn't say anything it was weird it was it's it was weird, weird seeing brock as a as a, a heel i mean as a wow. baby face it's weird seeing him as a baby face that's all <laughs> i said go. that's all i said you're turning into me saying i didn't like the segment i thought it was cringe like come on bro Jimmy versus Kevin fight pit. Oh my god, that's great! In the fight pit, pal, we we'll get Ken Shamrock as the referee. <laughs> <laughs> no, pal. What, what do you want to talk about now? What, what match, pal? Uh, let, let's talk about the uh, the elimination chamber, the men's elimination chamber match. You, you know, I miss. You know, I was ever on Twitter, and I was I miss half. I missed the whole good bit of this match because yeah. I was getting this got this bloody KFC chicken right here. <laughs> I was busy getting this. Kevin, quick story time. Yes, please. So I'm watching the match. It's Johnny Gargano, Seth Rollins. They do the gangbang spot with Austin Theory in, in the pod where they both just like, they're in the pod with him. And they're just like literally doing this to him. Like they're just, you know, beating him up in the pod. That was so now, bad. I, I was thinking, I'm watching a five foot three Johnny Gargano abusing Austin Theory. I'm going to get KFC, stuff this. I don't care. So I leave, Kevin. Okay, humans drive up the road. I get there. There's literally four Indian men ordering giant feasts. I kid you not. So literally, I'm standing there for ten minutes. The whole time, I'm like, 
Let me check what's happening. So I check my timeline. Montez Ford, OMG! Montez, Montez, what a match! Oh my god, oh my god, this is great! Best chain match in years! Oh my god, I'm like... I'm standing here, waiting for these, like, KFC employees who look like they hate their wives to load up bags full of chicken and chips and burgers for these Indian dudes with beards, just who are standing in front of me in the line. I'm standing there fuming. And then I get my uh, rations, I drive home at the the fastest I can legally, get inside, see Logan Paul, the crypto pump and dump scam artist himself, Logan Paul, see Seth Rollins get screwed, watch A-Town, parties going down, retain. I'm like, great, missed literally all the fun bits. Montez Ford's getting a standing ovation. That's what I came back to. So, yeah, go on. How was the match? Uh, Pal, were were you speeding, pal? It's okay. You could be honest here. The, the Australian police will not see this. The fastest speed I can go legally. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You're saying that. But I think you were actually speeding, pal. You just don't want to admit it. Uh, oh, never. For pal, you know you had to get back. So watch this great mm-hmm. chamber. This great chamber show. <coughs> Nevertheless, you did, you did. With a five-star main event. Carry on. Nevertheless, you did choose to leave at the worst time. It yeah. couldn't get anywhere. You should have left during the tag match. Am I allowed to say that the intergender tag match sucked? Am I allowed to say, am I going to get, am I going to get torches thrown at me for that? Am I going to get jumped for that one too? Were you watching Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice from last year? Or are you watching the one from tonight? What match did you watch? <laughs> the crowd was singing Edge's song, chanting all the way through. The spots are actually fairly, and that's why Beth Phoenix botching. The botch. The the Beth Phoenix botch. That was awful. That part was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, that sucked. I didn't like it. Also, chat, sorry, feel free, chat. If you want to spam LTE for me missing like the best part of the chain match, spam LTE. I don't care. Kevin, go on. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just didn't like that match. It is what it is. But no, the, the men's chamber match was awesome. That was great. That was the match of the night. It was fantastic. I hate that I missed that. I hate that I missed that. Yeah, it was the match of the night. Best spots. The best. It was the. There was the, be- oh, the no. best. spots. That was better than Sammy and Roman. Yeah, that was a match of the night. Uh, carry on. Go on. Your yeah, turn. Yeah, it was match. Oh, it's it's my turn now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was match of the night. Phenomenal spots. The best. The best spots of the, all the show. We had what we had. Um, Montez Ford hanging from the top. Of the elimination chamber like a bat dropping down on everybody. I, w- I was watching, I was like, oh my god, bro, is he gonna fall on his neck? Like, like what's what's gonna happen? That was like, yeah, it was very good, very captivating. And I, I thought it, I thought it was um, you know, for what and this is another one which we called in our predictions, a Logan Paul mm-hmm. interference. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean is what it is. Logan Paul's there, he's like talking smack to Seth Rollins, like, I heard what you said about me, bro. And then everybody's like, oh, get this guy off the screen. You know, he looked like a banana or whatever. Like, what was he wearing, bro? Yeah, <laughs> the yellow jacket, the yellow shoes. Who dressed Logan Paul? <laughs> yeah, Kevin Dunn and Paul Levesque and Bruce Pritchard, they're in the gorilla position. They're just like this guy, bro. Like, I can't believe this. If he wasn't so athletic and good in the ring, we'd get rid of him. Yeah, like, and, bro. And he does that CM Punk clothesline. I know we've said this before, but he does that CM Punk clothesline a million times better than CM Punk ever could. That, that springboard flip, what, what is it called? Lariat? Uh, yeah, the springboard the lariat. lariat yeah. But I guess... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Go, go, no, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I think Art Carter can probably confirm this, the exact name of that move. It's, it's some form of a springboard lariat. To, that's the, the rest of wrestling insider. Carry on. The buckshot lariat. The buckshot. Yeah. Didn't, didn't CM Punk injure his knee doing that yes. same move? He, he did. It. He did. Logan Paul makes it look so effortless, bro. Didn't Logan Paul do his ACL doing that move? I don't know. Did he? It, it, Logan Paul got in, it had a crippling ACL injury at Crown Jewel doing, I think it was that move. Maybe. Cat, I'm wrong. But yeah, Maybe. that move, that, that move's cursed, pal. And speaking of cursed matches, Kevin, you said the mixed tag sucked. The opener, women's elimination chamber. Kevin, last time we had a, a big time women's chamber match, that caused a global pandemic in 2020. Was this match tonight, the opener, as bad? I don't think so. Hey! Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was no one here as bad. No one here bad. <laughs> oh, man. Kevin, is it safe to say the, the women's chamber from 2020 caused COVID? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. I mean, that, hmm. how, how many careers did that kill? That, that single-handedly killed Shayna Baszler's career. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. did you like Shayna Baszler bit Becky Lynch and was a vampire? Oh, my God. That was still remind me. That was so embarrassing. Ooh. And, and who would have thought Liv Morgan would have been in the spot that she's in now? Like, where she, like, compared to, like, 2020, where it was like, oh, Liv Morgan's just here. Like, she's just somebody to take a pinfall. And now she's, like, a featured star on the women's roster. Who would have thought? Kevin, you've watched a bit more of Raw than I have. Um, since when's Carmella this, like, big star who gets, like, half the eliminations in the match? Where did that come from? I, I missed that. I miss, I miss I miss that segment. Got Corey Graves. Am I am I allowed to say to critique Corey Graves? Or critique whatever you want, pal. You critique the main event enough. Go go ahead. I, I don't know if I, I, I'm allowed to, to say anything to, to say my real opinions now. I'm I'm scared. It's not a safe space, bro. <laughs> Corey Graves was absolutely insufferable during that women's chamber match. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah, you agree with it, so I'm allowed to say it then. If you agree, as long as you agree with it, and Brian agrees with it, then I can say it. You know. Look, you're getting a bit offended, and you're feeling. Just carry on. Make your point. It's a good point. I agree with you 100. Go on. It's your turn. I have no. It's not. It's your turn, pal. You, you're saying that's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. He's a Corey Graves rant. The chat wants a Corey Graves rant. That's all I want to say. He's a sufferer. What made him insufferable to you? What didn't you enjoy? Tell us that that's the fun bro. part of this review, bro. Like I get it, you, you're banging Carmelo, bro. I get it, you're banging Carmelo, but Carmella. I said Carmelo, jeez, you're banging Carmella, but you're acting like she's prime Trish, Strat Trish Stratus, bro. Like it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous, and and. and the sad thing is, there's a bunch of like incels and simps watching that and going like, "Oh my god, I wish I was Corey Graves." Like, bro, uh, so bad. And and he he has some good one-liners. Like that one-liner was it him that he took the shot at AEW? I forgot what he said. I think I wrote it down. Let me see. Michael Cole did one about Hawani. Yeah, uh, but Graves took another. Graves did it. He said something else. Yeah, right. I can't remember what he said, but I'm pretty sure it was during this match. Can I just say, while you look at that, WWE's shots at AEW are so much better than when AEW takes shots at WWE. Michael Cole making that remark tonight, 
Bates, anytime Sam Punk's done a 10-minute promo on Dynamite, I mentioned Double Bury six times. It's just it's just better. So yeah, Kevin, I'll I'll, I'll throw back to you. If you uh, yeah, that that line from Cole was great. Graves made one. Oh, this is what he said. He said, I think game changer is thrown around way too much in the business. Yeah, that was a great line. You know, Sarai is a game changer. Do you know Swerve Strickland was a game changer, pal? (coughs) Bro. (coughs) This conversation gave me COVID. (laughs) Just talking about Corey Gray's commentary gave me COVID, pal. I'm sorry. It gave me the. I don't even know why. I don't, we're gonna, our, our channel's gonna get flagged. It's over. Oh, this, 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 this is the last elite heat stream. Our channel was doing well as well. Views are going up, and you've said that, Kevin. Are you trying to nuke us in the algorithm, my guy? Hey, hey, you already brought it up with Shayna Baszler. You went okay. there. Fair. You went there, Fair. pal. You went there. I I, I, just I, did, I just said that match, that women's 2020 chamber, caused a two and a half year long global pandemic and health crisis. Yes, and and talking about uh, Corey Gray's commentary gave me COVID, so here we are. (laughs) That's that's so good. That's that's Uh, some of your best work. Earlier on the stream, we saw some of Bonafide hated. Sorry, wrestling uncovered is worst. Now we've seen some of his best stuff. Speaking of your best stuff, before I actually no, sorry, I'll I'll finish on about this women's chamber match. Yes, please. Why why is Carmella such like a dominant elimination force in this match? Why is she getting like? She got minimum two. I don't think she got three, but she got definitely two. Yeah, she got two. Yeah. Where did that come from? Like, and, and Natalia was like, I mean, I, I get it. It's, it. She's in Canada. So I get like, uh, whatever iBase tweeted, where it's like Natalia is such a merchant for a hometown crowd. Like she couldn't get a reaction anywhere else outside of Canada. That was funny. Um, but yeah, Carmella is just, just an insane worker now. I guess the, the combination of a Canadian crowd and Corey Graves on commentary is just, she just turns into, who knows, prime 2013 Caitlin pal, I guess. I don't know. Bro, can, can we talk about how, how bad that spot was between uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Nikki, and Nikki Cross, bro? Yes, we can. Yes, we can we can. talk about how bad that was? Yeah, we can. Oh, my God. Like... Bro, <laughs> someone's gonna die in that ring in one in AW or WWE with how bad some of these spots are. I swear. Oh, I, I'm I'm referring to the spot where she throws um where she throws Nikki through the pod. Like she put Nikki through the pod, and it was like it was like toy plastic broke. We had Goldberg legitimately try to end Chris Jericho's career at an elimination chamber 20 years ago. Where the glass is in his face, he's bleeding. You know, the, the spot looked real, and I'm not asking for that. I'm not asking before you yeah. twist my words. I'm not asking for that for that kind of style of wrestling to come back. But like, what? Like, why? Why the spot? Look, why would they do that if they know the spot's gonna look that bad? That it, it it was like I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like watching like a toy a toy wrestling ring break. Or something. I don't know. It looked bad. It was not a good look. No, no, 100%, 100% agree. 100% agree. Um, is lucky that the men's chamber match two hours later was so good. And that they made the structure really fun for that like half an hour. Specifically Montez Ford. Which I've only seen a few of the clips. I wish I, wish I watched this live. LTE in chat. But like 
Yeah, no. If if the women's chamber match happened and the men's one was like bad and they didn't utilize the structure, I'd just say retire the structure altogether. But thankfully, because of the men's one, how good it was, keep the chamber going strong, pal. Bring it back next year. You know the vibes. Absolutely, pal. Um, <clears throat> and any thoughts on Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch as the Joker and Batman? That that's great. I can't wait for the one they're gonna do with the bloodline inevitably they're going to do something like maybe mafia something like yeah i think that. It, i think it's good fellows yeah that's yeah, that's gonna, gonna that's gonna be great oh. that's gonna be awesome top tier that's gonna be a top tier wrestling vignette am yeah. i am i am i allowed to say what i said in the group chat about seth and becky am i allowed to say that on stream yes yes yeah, I, I think... you said that on Twitter, like no, no context, no. But yeah, I think in, in, in the context of late hate on this stream. Yeah, ju much. just the, like if you watch that, go back and watch that segment. Look at the tension. Like I know they're they're doing it for the camera, but there's some like tension there with Seth and Becky. You know, that you can that I, I felt through the screen. I definitely think Becky. I think she'd be smacking Seth Rollins around at home. I I I, I think it's possible. So you're saying Seth Rollins is the man's man? Yeah. Yeah, I think she'd be smacking him up, bro. That's wow. Okay. Yeah. No. Fair. Take take with that what you will. I, I'm not going to clip that when I do the the clips later you today. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> would you watch a clip titled <laughs> "Becky Lynch Smacks Around Seth Rollins at Home"? <laughs> yeah. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. That, that's not getting clipped. But no. I, yeah, I, that joke, it was actually, well, Seth Rollins dancing around like he's a he's an eighth grader warming up a ballet class. And then Becky Lynch coming out being like, <gasps> she sounded like Triple H at the height of his steroids in like 2002. <laughs> where he's like, <laughs> Seth Rollins. And Seth's like, your voice is so deep now. <laughs> he's got like the Joker face paint. Like that oh, was just, God. yeah, we got, we got Becky Levesque Lynch. Becky Levesque. Yeah, Seth Rollins is, yeah, Seth Rollins is the greatest. He's the best, the perfect pick for the Joker. You couldn't get a better wrestler out of Curry Rossi as a Joker. He was so good. I know. I mean, yeah. Like, if could you imagine they cast Johnny Gargano as the Joker? Oh my God, how funny would that be? Yeah, I mean, I think that they're gonna cast him as one of Snow White's seven dwarves. I think that's what they're gonna cast him as, to be honest. But. <laughs> No. They'll, they'll pick all the five foot three wrestlers and make them Snow White seven dwarfs and make Alexa Bliss Snow White. Guaranteed. Oh Guaranteed. You'll have Alexa Bliss dressed as Snow White. You'll have Johnny Gargano. You'll have, I mean, take your pick. Whoever's left. I, I used my, my, my whole cast of look at these midgets it used to be Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, or Finn Balor. Fergs is still there. They can have them as Fergs. Fergs, one of the seven dwarves, you know? So, so convince me about this Edge and uh, the Edge and Beth versus Finn and Rio. Yeah, there was you one, said, there was you one said it was a great match, pal. Dom Dominic Guerrero was getting f you Dom chance. That I was great. That. No, that was fantastic. That's what that's what I have in my notes. The fuck you, Dominic chance. Dominic is a great heel. Yeah, Dominic's a great heel. Dominic versus Cody Runnels in the heart of the of the fall when nothing exciting is going on. The NFL just came back. That's gonna be a great program. Yeah. Can I just say, I was having this, I'm pretty sure Brian will say this in the chat. I was having this discussion with him. Kevin, we have a big Cody Rhodes themed Elite Heat coming for this coming week. It's a, a really deep, in-depth 
look at what will probably happen and break down Cody Rhodes as the main eventer. But Kevin, talk to us now. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the uh the pass the rock over to you. Just make one of these little passes over to Bonafide Heat here. I'm gonna yeah. pass it over to you, Kevin. Cody's opponents as WWE champion. I was having this argument with Brian. I'm saying, look, the, the idea of them having Cody feud with Dominic is not far-fetched at all early in the reign. Who's Cody got to face at this yeah. point? Like, there's not that that many opponents. When you when you look at WWE, Dominic will get one of the first shots. It won't be the first, but it'll be one of the first probably five. He or should, six. and he should. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, he's over as a heel. Yeah. Well, we're going to put him in there with Ferg's. You, know, you want to see Cody versus Ferg's? You know what they're going to do? What? You're going to hate this. You know what they're going to do? What? It's going to be like, let's set the scene here, right? All right, let's hear it. You sat there. Like the June 27th or whatever, whatever, whatever exact number. Orton? Oh, come on. No, no. I, I didn't even, I didn't even say anything. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, re- I'm reading the chat. I'm reading the chat, bro. Oh, Orton. Jesus. Kevin, you sat there. Excuse me. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Okay. Oh, you sat no. there. You sat there. Cody Rhodes comes out. Oh, no. For Miz TV. Oh, no. With Mike, the NBA star, Mizanin. Oh, And no. the whole storyline is oh. them playing basketball. Miz hitting threes, saying, Cody, I'm a better basketball player than you. I'm a better wrestler. I'm a better actor. On reality TV, I have a better life than you, Cody. My wife's hotter. Okay, I'm gonna beat you for the WWE Championship at Money in the Bank. Oh, and that's the storyline. The storyline is Miz on Miz TV playing basketball, hitting threes. How would that you feel? Would, uh, Walk us through how that would make you feel, Kevin. I'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> I'd probably have a heart attack on stream. I hundred percent would have a heart attack if that's the buildup. If that's the buildup for a, a, a WWE Championship level feud, I mean, we're going from this great long-term <laughs> two-and-a-half-year story being told between Roman Reigns, his family, Sami Zayn, and all these guys for two-and-a-half years, this great story being told. We're going to go from that to Cody and The Miz playing basketball? Well, Kevin just said, keep in mind, as we heard earlier, the fact that the Usos got involved and helped further the story tonight, that ruined the main event, apparently. But carry on. <laughs> the match would have been better if it was a clean ending. Would have been better. Okay. Fair, fair. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But Vince McMahon would would do this with Miz and Cody. He would do this. He, you'd have, you'll have Miz doing half-court montages on Raw. You'll have Miz playing basketball against the Street Profits. You'll have, like, Angelo Dawkins trying to posterize Miz. And Miz just like swats him into like the eighth row. There'll be like these segments. You can yeah. remember in the pandemic era in the performance center and the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits, they played basketball oh, for this God. business. Kevin, they did carpool karaoke in a car for you, pal, for this business. Kevin. We're going to get Tomahawk throwing with Cody and the Miz. Cody and the Miz, we throw in Tomahawks, pal. Cody crying, saying that this this tomahawk's for his dad. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, th- this tomahawk ended uh, segregation in Georgia. Oh my god! We got Dr. Martin Luther Cody, pal. Dr. Martin Luther Cody out there. 
Yeah, you're the like, legend. Oh my, my, Dr. Martin Luther Code. You're like Mike Mazanin getting fully cancelled for bringing up, I, I don't even know, I guess Dustin Rhodes and they'll, he'll, they'll, they'll say gold dust on television and they'll get a cheap pop. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. All right, so overall, pal, talk to me. Overall, what'd you think of this show? Scale of one to ten, or however you want to rate it, a, a through F, or whatever, whatever you want to do. Overall rating, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a number grade first. I'll give the show an eight out of ten for this. I thought the women's chamber was good. I didn't like the Carmella stuff. I didn't like Corey Graves on commentary, and some of the eliminations are a bit weird. So the women's chamber was solid. It was an okay opener. Brock and Lashley, I really enjoyed. Those matches, they're just fun matches to watch live. They're just fun. The ending was weird. Brock throwing referees. I get it. Some people hated it. Sure. I really enjoyed it, Kevin. The mixed tag match, your favorite match of the night. I enjoyed Outside of Botch Phoenix, miss the referee. <laughs> Can we just talk about this botch for a second as well? Yes, please. So, uh, they do this big spot. All right. Yeah, I think this was the, the brass knuckles. I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a brass knuckles spot. Edge is like, he's been basically king hit in the back of the head with brass knuckles. He's on the ground. Edge he's got brain up. damage. Adam Copeland is, has a damaged brain now for this business. Yeah, he's got like Benoit brain. He's got crippling CTE. Oh, no. He's on the- <laughs> oh, there goes our channel. Our channel's gone for good now. You put the final nail in the coffin. Shouldn't, I shouldn't have said that. I should not have said that. <laughs> Edge was on the, on the ground. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Elite Heat. Uh, this is the, our last stream ever. <laughs> I, got, I, said, I said Ben Wildbrain on stream. You know we're live. You know we're live. Wow. Um, no, Adam Copeland, this 49-year-old Canadian rock star, he's laid out by the brass knuckles. He's just been punched in the back of the head. He's lying there. Fergs covers. The 45-year-old Irishman with a six-pack covers him. Referee, Kevin. One. Two. (laughs) And Beth Phoenix comes in and makes the save. Don't forget, Edge kicked out before she even got there. It was so bad. That was so bad. I was watching watching this with Brian, and then, because I was like ahead, I was like, that was, what was that? That was awful. And then he was just, it was just, I was I was watching because again most of the match was actually fairly enjoyable. Dom getting the FU chance. The that was the, the only good thing about it. They're going to concerto Beth Phoenix. Oh, the concerto was good too. They couldn't, and then Beth um, Phoenix hit the, the the glam slam or whatever it's called, the glamazon slam on the floor to Mummy and all that good stuff. And there was some you know, the double power bombs spot. In oh, the can, match. can we talk about the glam slam on the floor, real quick? That it. that move needs to be studied by the entire AEW locker room. That that's how you execute a power bomb on the outside of the ring, safely. Safely, like safely. That's how you do it. Pal. That's how you execute a power bomb <laughs> on the outside of the ring. Tony Khan needs to show his roster that, pal. He needs to have like a I don't even know what you would call it, like a meeting at two in the afternoon on a Thursday. Yeah. In Jacksonville, bring all the wrestlers out there to Jacksonville, pal. So it's a Daly's Field, whatever the hell it's called, and and he's to show them that on loops, pal, and then show them Willow, whatever her name is, when Willow tried to kill Anna Jay for this business. First things first, this is a great advertisement for something we got coming in March, Kevin. 
called The Worst of Wrestling. Okay, The Worst of Wrestling is going to be a new series we're doing. I just want a quick plug. Once a month, I think that's what we're going to do. Something like that, yeah. We're going to react to the absolute worst of wrestling on a live stream. We're talking worst botches, mostly AW, but we'll have that Beth Phoenix one in there as well. We're yeah. going to have worst tweets, worst takes, the worst of everything, worst moments that we feel like showing. Kevin, I can't wait for this. This is going to be hilarious. So, yeah, quick plug to that because, Kevin, I agree. Tony Khan should be doing what you just said. I 100% agree. But what's Tony Khan busy doing? Ariel Hawani sucks! Ariel! Tony Schiavone's the more credible journalist, Ariel! Ariel! Clown. Carry on. Oh, God. I guess we should talk about that now. Let's talk about that. Get, get the clip ready, pal. You can clip it right All here. Right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to pull up the tweet here of what Mr. Tony Khan said. And for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you all know. But So yesterday, Mr. Khan tweeted, I believe this was late at night. It was like February 17th. It was like 3 a.m. You know, Tony Khan's probably hanging out with some hookers, doing blow, taking a couple of shots of vodka, you know, whatever he does in his free time. And uh, he decides to pop out his old cellular device and call Ariel Helwani a fraud. And I quote, he says, you're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legitimate of a reporter as Tony Schiavone. And then Ariel Hawani says something along the lines of, you know, the, I thank you for watching. Don't listen to him, Shivani. You're a legend in my book. Something like that, which is great. Isn't it funny that this guy buried his own talent? And this is a guy that Tony Schiavone, who's been around the wrestling business longer than Tony Khan has been alive. Tony Schiavone's got over 40 years of experience in his business. Tony Khan's, I think he just turned 40 or something. And he's and this guy's burying him on Twitter. And, and, you know, whatever Tony Khan says goes. So if Tony Khan said it, that Tony Schiavone sucks, all of a sudden everybody would forget that Tony Schiavone's a legend. All of those people that follow Tony Khan and AEW fan, fandom, they'd be burying Tony Schiavone too. So, you know, that tribalism exists, pal. Nevertheless. But then the kicker is when he tells Ariel Hawani, good luck with the with the unbiased journalism. Are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? You talking about unbiased journalism when you got Dave Meltzer on your payroll? You got Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez literally cashing AEW checks. They're cashing checks from Jacksonville, Florida, addressed to them. And he's talking about unbiased journalism. They're, bro, the EVPs, their finishing move is named after Dave Meltzer. And you're talking about unbiased journalism. Like, and we all know the infamous segment, the infamous interview on a Helani show where he was asking Tony Khan questions. What was he asking Tony Khan? Do you remember? Somebody in the chat would throw, would throw it to me. I can't yeah. recall. This infamous interview, yeah, yeah, but everybody knows the infamous interview that I'm talking about. I can't remember the context right now. Yo, Brillo pad. <laughs> uh, what was what was it? I can't remember. Damn, it never went. No, it's not important. So he says this. Yes, the all-out fight situation. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. So he's asking Tony Khan about the all-out fight situation, and. Tony Khan's just like refusing to answer his questions. You know, 
like, and I guess that there's a bias there somehow. Like he's asking you the fair questions, you know. Like if that was Triple H up there sitting across from Hawani, Triple H would have said, you know, hey, we're working on it. We're gonna we're gonna do the right things. We're gonna get everything situated. Everything's good. But no, Tony Khan got mad, got offended, got upset. And nevertheless, yeah. So, Kevin, can I just ask you a quick question? Yes, you're someone who you you studied journalism. You're in the loop with more so like PR and the, the kind of I guess I don't even know how to describe. Just more so, you like you're you're in you're you're very clued in with this sort of stuff. From someone like Tony Khan's perspective, this is someone who runs the I guess competitor, the rival to WWE, the the second biggest pro wrestling company in the world. What does tweeting that achieve? I don't know. I don't know. That that achieves nothing because I'm looking at that thinking because he tweeted that literally about 30 minutes into SmackDown, right? I, I didn't see that tweet and think, damn, I've got to watch Rampage now. Oh my god, Tony Khan tweeted that. Hell yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching AEW next week. No one saw that tweet and thought that. So all they all. 99% of people with a functional brain thought when they saw that Tony Khan tweet was, well, that's an unprofessional clown who runs that company. That's the that's the guy who runs AW, and he's getting all funny at Ariel Hawani, who's just busy doing his job on SmackDown, getting thunderous pops in Montreal as he's being featured on the show. Tony Khan's probably sitting there, half-baked, tweeting that, and he's gone, oh, and then he replied to some guy, and he tried to, like, own this guy who replied. It was sad. Kevin, wrestlers are just using this guy to make money, and that, that's all they're using him for. Because, like, can no wrestlers watching what happened with Sami Zayn last night on SmackDown or tonight in Montreal and goes, you know, I could work for AW. Yeah, the money's nice. That that Khan bloke will pay me some ridiculous amount of money, which I'm not worth. I can take that. Or I can be getting 17,000 people in my hometown chanting my name and acting like I'm a god. Like, Kevin, I don't know. Back over yeah. to you. I think I asked a question. I, I didn't know what happened. But long moral of this story, what does it achieve? Tony Khan doing that. Nothing. It doesn't do anything for anybody. And like, that's something you show that to, uh, you show that to like, someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling. And you're like, hey, bro, check this out. You know, this is, uh, this is the owner of AEW, the biggest competition to WWE. Here he is uh, calling out a journalist. You know, look at that tweet there, pal. And then you're going to see, like, people are going to see that. And they're going to be like, bro, that's a joke. Like, this guy's a billionaire? Coming out a journalist for what? Calling a journalist a fraud because he's on the the competition show? Like, really? And it's similar to Eric Bischoff. When Eric Bischoff was doing, like, the raw Vince Fears ratings, raw Fears ratings. That is similar to that kind of stuff. In a way, but with Tony Khan, it's just like what rent free. It's rent free in yes. this thing called the head rent free, pal. Yeah. You don't see Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, the guy who owns the NBA. You don't see Adam Silver going at Sham Sharani as a fraud and a scumbag. At Adrian Wojnarowski is a better journalist. You don't see crap like this. It's just it's, it's why. Tony Khan at like 8.30 p.m. on a Friday night watching SmackDown. He's clearly watching SmackDown. And Tony, take some notes while you're there because SmackDown right now is better than whatever the hell you're doing than Soraya spray-painting Tony Storm's ass in the main event of Dynamite. 
whatever crap you're pointing out. Oh, Brian Danielson's going to go through the gauntlet to get to MJF. Oh, that's creative. We haven't seen that with every other MJF storyline the past three years. Like, what is this, Kevin? And this guy's busy. Oh, Ariel Hawani's he's not a good journalist. Uh, I'm not watching your show. Your show sucks. I'm watching WWE. Oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, that was that was sad. That was it's sad. Pathetic. Most professional owners and professional executives in sports and in, in the world of entertainment, they look at journalists for what they are. They're part of the media. They're a necessary entity. And that's it. Like, Ariel Hawani is necessary. We're like, without, without journalists, if you buy all the journalists and you have no journalists that are in the middle, or hell, if you don't have any journalists that are on the other side, well, what would wrestling be if Tony Khan owned all the journalists that could say whatever he wanted? Well, what, what would life be? What would life be? We have another dictatorship. That's how that's how that's how shit goes south when you lose well, the media. Well, Kevin, you couldn't say this is the other thing that's that I look back on now with a bit of retrospect. You couldn't say anything bad about AW for it was basically up until the media scrum, really about over three years, really, where all the coverage of AW was positive. And you'd say anything, even neutral. We'd say neutral things. We wouldn't even be very, that scathing compared to some people. I mean, Destructor was in the chat. You buried them a bunch and got a bunch like some copyright stuff for that. Like we'd say neutral stuff and get flamed and you get like outlawed by this whole fan base. They make it seem like you're some satanic scumbag. Yeah. It's like, this isn't a, it's not a sustainable environment. It's not, it's not healthy. Yeah. It's just not power. Like what? We make we watch the show as rational people and go that doesn't yeah. make sense. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. it's it's almost like you can't say anything bad about Roman now too, right? He needs he needs help to win every <laughs> match. Everybody's disqualified. When my favorite wrestlers need help, it's fine. When Eddie Guerrero needed Goldberg and no one out, that was fine. <laughs> was that match not as good as it could have been because Goldberg got involved? Uh, has, have I ever said that was a five star match? I never said it was, did you I? Post about that match every second day on Twitter. <laughs> it's implied. No, <laughs> carry on. Uh, uh, this is this is the new bit of of lead heat. I get uh, words put in my mouth. You you spew misinformation, pal. You're like anyone who had a, a contradictory opinion to AW for three. No, I would never compare you to that, Kevin. Don't, Kevin. It's okay, Kevin. It's okay. Huh? It's okay. It's what? okay, pal. It's fine. It's okay. I don't know, pal. You're, you're tribalistic with your Roman Reigns, pal. You got all your cronies in here. Said it'd be legitimate death threats, bro. Kevin, are you the... Wait, didn't you say the WrestleMania 22 main event was instant classic, though? It is. Didn't you say that was Triple H's best WrestleMania match, arguably? No, I said his best WrestleMania main event. It could be argued to be his best WrestleMania main event. Did the Chris Benoit triple threat match not happen at WrestleMania 20? According to Vince McMahon in WWE, it didn't happen. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> According to Vince McMahon, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, back to your cronies, pal. Your cronies. You can't have your cronies said to be death threats, bro. Pal, you're, the, is... you're the new Tony Khan, pal. Don't you dare compare me to him. Sorry, can we take a Don't you dare compare me to Tony Khan. I'm not having that. I'm not Tony Khan. Don't you don't. 
annoyed me. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That match, Brian, that match is not going to be remembered. That, hold on, hold on. That, Brian, that match is not going to be remembered as an all-time classic. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. You guys are all hyped. You, you liked it. You're all hyped now, but it's not going to be remembered as an all-time classic. But no, I, I apologize for comparing you to Tony Khan, pal. I, I got It was the heat of the moment, pal. You know? But what, what can I say? That's a personal attack. Put your glasses back on. I got tired of your cronies coming after me, sending me death threats, bro. You got Super Kick Studios in my DM sending me death threats because I didn't like the ending to the Roman Reigns Sami Zayn match, pal. And he put your name in there, pal. He said, JTE sent me to do this, pal. That's a YouTuber with nearly 100K subs, pal. Yes. Wow. That's a, that's a Montez Ford fan you're dissing. <laughs> wow. This, um, this is this is volatile. And, and you think this is volatile. Wait till you say this coming Monday, a late hate. You wait till you say, pal, next podcast. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, pal. Yeah. Okay, All right, pal. Can I just say one more thing before we before we get out here? Absolutely, pal. That's been a range debate. The, the, we didn't end any debate. There's, there's a second one coming in March. So we didn't... We, Kev, you couldn't end the debate. You couldn't end the Roman Reigns debate. You had an hour and you couldn't do it. And so now we're back in March, pal. <laughs> we're back. Oh, man. Yep. I can't wait, pal. I can't wait. Part two of the Cena Reigns debate. I'm going to be a lot more um, assertive than I was in the last one. I, I was trying to be professional. I was trying to be, uh, you know, fair in the middle. But I, I'm going to be, I'm going to throw my opinions you. more around. I'm going to throw my opinions around more. The, the second Cena Reigns debate, I'm ending your career. Bro, Cena. Cena, Cena's in the Mount Rushmore Cena conversation. Cena's in the Mount Rushmore conversation. Roman no. is barely top 25. Why couldn't you bury him in the why couldn't you end that discussion in the in the last debate? It was most of the comments of people saying Roman is either, you know, beating Cena in most categories. You couldn't you couldn't finish it. You, you think you think Roman's in the Mount Rushmore conversation, pal? Are you putting words in my mouth? When I'm say, asking you. I'm asking you. I mention that mountain. I never mentioned that mountain. I'm asking a question, pal. A- answer my question, pal. Everest, Kilimanjaro. I never mentioned Mount Rushmore. <laughs> and you're putting, you're putting words in my mouth. I asked you a question. I forgot the question because I'm yelling. Do, do you think Roman is in the Mount Rushmore conversation? I never said that, but you couldn't end the debate in the first episode. And the second one, I'm coming out with hate. And the second one, you you wipe that second debate. You say no, you're going you're to continue to overrate Roman's entire career. Now, what are you going to say? The 2015 Roman Reigns was good? And you're now defending a burial artist again, pal? You're defending Super Cena dancing with Susan G. Komen women then burying the roster? Is that what you're defending? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he buried uh, all those 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 uh, future stars in next This time, half the audience wanted him off the screen. Yeah, but they're still watching. Oh, this guy over here. Your, your guy Roman got SmackDown ratings to an all-time low. Your guy Roman got smacked well, as soon as they went to Fox, bro. We had, what, dog food? Roman and Corbin with dog food? SmackDown was getting, what, 2.2s? 2.3s? They need the help, help of lead-ins? They need the help of lead-ins because of Roman. Oh, my God. We're going to save this. This is going to be the most volatile debate Elite Heat's ever seen. So that's coming in March. Kevin, any closing words on the Nation Chamber? We didn't actually do ratings. I got sidetracked in the middle of our ratings discussion. 
Yeah. I give the show an eight out of ten and probably a B to a B plus. I enjoyed watching it live. I thought it was fun. What do you give it? Yeah, I give it a seven out of ten. Thought it was a good show. Yeah, it wasn't anything that I would go back and rewatch. Um, but I thought it was good. Yeah. Okay. So can what from the last year have you gone back to rewatch? Anything? Nothing. What what was what's the last thing that happened in wrestling that you go back to rewatch? Hmm. That's a great question. Pat. Just give, give me some perspective. Just like where Kevin Garcia sees just the you know, modern wrestling. Just walk us through. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of something that I would go back and rewatch. Because like I wouldn't go back and rewatch WrestleMania 30. Because that was like, I look at that. I was like, eh. you wouldn't watch. You wouldn't go back to watch your boy Cena and the match he had in that show. I thought you were a Cena fan. <laughs> oh God, no, I would not go back and watch that. But that was, but I thought Cena was a, a great wrestler. Anyway, carry on, carry on, carry on. Oh, this guy. No, I'd probably go back and watch Ruthless Aggression Era stuff. Like 06, 07. Yeah, I watched like, I watched that. You watch anything from the last 15 years back. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'd probably watch like the WrestleMania 31 main event. I'd watch that. You watch a Roman match and you wouldn't watch a Cena match in the last 15 years. That, that's interesting. I watched well, that. I'd watch. I'd watch yeah. I'll quite that. I'd, I'd probably watch. Uh, I'd probably watch Cena, AJ Styles from the Royal Rumble. Um, this guy said he'd watch Reigns, Brock, and Rollins over Cena vs. Sam Punk. Yeah, I'd wa- I, well, I would watch that for Rollins cashing in, and I, I'd watch that for Brock just being an alpha male. Like uh-huh. Brock, Brock, the the beginning of Suplex City. Uh-huh. That has nothing to do with Roman. What does that have to do with Roman? What you want to watch? Brock and Roman. Seen, I've seen Punk just for Sam. You want to watch Brock and Roman have a tug of war for the ch- over the champion oh, yeah. over a fake belt, pal? Okay. That, that, is that what you like? Oh, they're, they're fighting over a Toys R Us championship. You got two grown alpha male men playing tug of war on live television. You gonna tell me that was good, pal? Is that is that was is that was coming next? And you're telling me John Cena barging into a hotel room, beating up Husky Harris and David Otunga is great television? Is that what you're telling me? That's funny. No, you know, I would go back and watch Cena and Punk, though. That's a good one. I didn't even think about that. I would go back. I'd probably go back and watch that. I'd watch anything with Punk, really. Punk and a taker from, like, WrestleMania 29. The Punk and Jericho stuff where Jericho's, like, pouring alcohol on him. I love that stuff. Good. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't watch Cody versus Seth Rollins from Hell in a Cell last year with the torn titty? Mm, I don't know. Would you? Probably. Like, that was good. I don't like, know. I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I would. Wait, yeah, so it, you, sorry, you wouldn't watch the Revolution 2021 main event with the barbed wire explosions and the little, little kitty? Um, yeah, I, I would watch that back to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched, wouldn't you watch back the uh, the Mimosa match with uh, your favorite wrestler, Orange Cassidy, and... Uh, Y2J when he was still fast. Oh my god, no! All right, we're going off the rails, pal. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, we're talking about, we mentioned AEW, so we're, not, we're gonna lose our viewers. Um, yeah, now nah, good stuff, Kevin. Uh, good stream tonight. Elite Heat is still in one piece. They got volatile there, got a bit, bit steamy. No, um, no, this is the last stream, pal. You, you killed our channel by mentioning Benoit. Benoit brain because of the pa- past. No, Paul Levesque is gonna be gonna go through at 3 a.m. and cancel our channel, pal. I'm just gonna I'm gonna clip that say this move gave Edge Benoit Brian. Oh and then God. just post it. And it'll get like demonetized, we'll be cancelled, age restricted. You have to like search us and hit like search by filter just to find our channel. I love it. All right. Well, thank you all to the loyal listeners that joined us. Yeah. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.
It's rained out. Uh, I, I want to make sure 